What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jer Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Aloha. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Vietnam. No. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. Robin Williams, so. He's ready. Yeah, 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 you gotta okay. really like put the effort into it. Yeah, I, know. I thought you said another language. Like, no. Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam. Flashbacks. 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 When I was in the war. Anyway. In case you did not know, Teen Chat Podcast is a video game podcast where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do that by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com, following us on Twitter, liking us on Facebook, and subscribing to our YouTube and iTunes channels. If you'd like to support the show, you can do that as well by going to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show, and in return, we'll give you a cool perk, a really cool perk, like getting the episode early before really its general cool Tuesday release. If you don't want to do that, that's no big deal. We'll still keep making the show week after week, giving you great video gaming content. Again, that is patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast. Now, before we get into that, we do have to do our song contest, because we have a winner this week. <laughs> I like that. We, we need a uh, yeah. We need a, a we need more sound effects. We need like sample <laughs> in general. In general, be really annoying. Oh <laughs> man, we've, that talk, we've talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'm She'd just be pulling the power cord. No, no, we're done. We're done. This is what we need to be next level podcasting. Obviously, but we do have a winner because Bro Mogan sent us the hint last week of if you get his name, you will. Get your identity back. If you guess yeah, his name, yeah. you'll get your identity That's back. Right. That's right. And uh, Brandon Weaver correctly guessed the song as Can't believe he got this. Paper Mario and the 1000 Doors. Wow. I'm actually really ashamed that I didn't get it. Were you a Paper Mario player? N- well, well, because no. you and Glinda both, last episode, were like, what? I think I might know what that is. Yeah, so that's why, because that's a GameCube game. Like, that's yeah. an old GameCube right, game. Yeah. And I just recently, I think Bro Mogan was actually, like, trying to give it to me, because he was playing Mario, Mar- the... Paper Mario yeah. and the Thousand Year Door. Yep. And like I just watched him play it the whole way through and I was like, this game is confusing. It's an, <laughs> odd, it's like an odd game. It is an odd game. It is. And actually I was really like having like weird combination, not really flashbacks because I was like, have I played this? Well, actually. Because what I really figured out is I haven't actually played Thousand Year Door. I played the one after that. Which one is that? The Paper Mario for the Wii Uh-oh. that came out that was like crystal... Crystal what, so something. What's the one that came out for the GameCube? The Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones. The yeah, Crystal Skull. yeah, that's the one I played. Oh, <laughs> that's a great what's one. the one for that came out for the GameCube? The GameCube was Thousand Year Your Door. Door. Okay, I played the next step up. Okay, I played. My friend got Paper Mario Thousand Year Door without doing any research, and we were young, and we we're like a new Mario game, and we like hated it. See, we were like, this a, isn't it's Mario. Like an RPG. It's an RPG. Yeah, so so what, you walk around and talk to the people. The reason that I had such confusion when I was watching Bro Mogan play it was I was like, I'm sure I've played Paper Mario. Yeah, I know yeah. I have. But, but then he would get one. to like the fighting, and I'd be like, this doesn't look familiar at all. Yeah. And I finally figured it out when I looked back up <clears> Paper <throat> Mario for the Wii. They changed a crap ton of stuff. Really? Like they took, they, they kept the core of the game together, but they pretty much changed the entire mechanical format. Mm. So I was like, oh, I haven't played Thousand Year Door. I've played the other one. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Anyways, mystery solved. Cool. cool. <laughs> Brandon, send us, send us your hands, uh, and we'll use it as a song for the song and hint in a future episode. Stick around for this episode. One of us will be giving a hint. We're not quite sure which one of us yet. We're all thinking, scrounging our brains. Oh, is that what we decided to yep. do? Yeah. Okay. Better up, Jack. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll add that in at the end of this episode. All right. 
You got your Starbucks. Yep. You got your homemade coffee. It's not homemade. She okay. got it from it's this little donut, donut, donut place. Yeah. Donut we shop talk, up the we street. We talked about this. We're recording it to you on a bright and early Saturday morning. I will say the coffee is better than Starbucks. Ooh. Yeah. They I have like, good donuts I like, there. I like Starbucks they coffee. do. I got some good breakfast twist. tacos. Yum. You should get the breakfast tacos Anyways. sometime. It's pretty, All right. pretty good. What Shout out to River about? City Donuts. Sponsor us, please. We'll just give you a free yeah, shout out. Free advertising. Please. If you're ever in uh, Austin, you know, William Cannon and Manchac, it's right there. We'll eat their donuts on the show every day. That would be great. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Too. We can just go there, get their leftovers that they don't want. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, anyways, video anyway, games. Anyway, so our topic of today, we're going back to a good old fashioned semi list. Thanks for episode. saying semi because mine's certainly semi complete. No, <laughs> I mean I have a, I have a couple and I have a couple optionals. We'll see who, you know which ones I get to uh, as time allows. But uh, but yeah, so we're, today we're going to talk about uh, we're going on another angle with characters and, and things. We're going to be talking about our well maybe not favorite is yeah, the right word. Say this, memorable? but basically memorable is probably the best way to go about it. Memorable character. Deaths. If Uncharted One had ended with everyone dying, including that would have been Drake, your favorite. It would have been my favorite game of all time. Yeah. I would have been like, hey, a plus. You're like, we know this game sucks. sucks. You're like, oh, I like this game now. So <laughs> since, for them. since Mogan brought up Uncharted, <laughs> have you we've, we've mentioned it a lot before already that I was going to start playing Uncharted, and we would have a, a, another debate episode about Uncharted. But also, you know, it was kind of understood. Like, I might hate it too. I might like it. You don't know. But we're anyway. I was going to play it, and we were going to talk about it. I finished Uncharted: Drake's Fortune. So just the first one, just the first one. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, ah. it's, it's all done. I, I knocked that baby out real quick. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, because it's a shit game. So <laughs> just a little bit of. A, I know we don't normally do this, but a little bit of a sneak peek to two weeks from now, the episode that we'll be doing. Because next week we're, is all going to be about E3 coverage. Next, and the next episode is going to be the great Uncharted debate. Oh my God. So put it on your calendars. Well, you know my side already. It that blows. is going to be the next episode, the Great Uncharted after debate? the E3 stuff. Okay, after okay. E3 so episode. two weeks, two episodes from now is Uncharted. So everyone, I am also not put going it on your to calendars. Buy that pay per view. It's going to be the ru- the Rumble, Uncharted Rumble. Ooh, Ugh, the Schmackdown. Gross. That's right. Gross. Sick. <laughs> but anyway, off topic. So we're going to talk about gaming de- character deaths today. Uh, and so th- this is a really interesting topic, I think, because obviously, like, a lot of characters die in video games. Like, that happens. It, ha- it happens a lot. But I was trying to think of, and, and it, as similar with movies and other forms of storytelling, deaths can often be a great catalyst to getting a story kicked off, either for, like, purposes of revenge or, yeah. or you know, what yeah, have That's you. an interesting way to think about and it. And so it's an interesting way of, like, so I'm interested to see if the deaths that we talk about today are will follow somewhat in that vein or if there will be ones that just you know kind of impacted us for a different reason other than being the catalyst to starting our adventure nice oh nice. wow interesting well i'm curious to see what do you have in mind for death that started an adventure uh the one that i can think of off the top of my head i mean there's quite a few honestly um so assassin's creed 2 uh Ezio auditory uh his family is uh, is executed in the very okay. beginning of it and that's what drives him to become the assassins because he finds his father's gear who was an assassin i see and dis- and you know discovers this new life for himself and that sets up that trilogy of games you know, okay. that three the next three assassin's creed games so you know so that was so that's like what i mean by like a catalyst that death kicked off that of it kicked off that that big storyline yeah um that's funny all of mine are like 
characters you know for a while and then they die. And then Mine they are die. Too. So it's more See, like, like a I surprise. Really, yeah, I was more moment. thinking of like <clears throat> of these like catalyst deaths, like yeah. starting starting point deaths kind okay. of things. So this is good. So we'll get a nice rounded yeah. rounded bit then. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So who wants to kick it off? Mine's a little Go long because it's kind of a two for one. Okay. okay. I have bookend deaths. Bookend deaths? Bookend deaths. Yeah. So one at the beginning and one at the end. Ooh. Oh, okay. I want you to guess. Final Fantasy. Oh, no, no. Okay. So you're, <laughs> Shush, you're close. Child. It's it's a game you're probably sick of hearing Oh, about. Legend of Dragoon. Yeah, uh, I was I, I was thinking you were going to bring this up. I was thinking you were going to bring this up. I mean, the minute that we were like, oh, character deaths, I was like, oh, my God, my time has come. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've been called again been to called. talk about the Legend of Dragoon. So then we'll do this. <laughs> We'll, begin we'll skip yours with your, fir- with your first one, and then we'll, we'll bookend it. Okay, ah. yeah, okay. With your, with, your, nice, with, your nice. with the with your second one right. from this game. Well, in that case, yeah, we'll just start there because I, I've, I've, I'm sure I can talk for ages about it. Okay, so as you know, The Legend of Dragoon is the greatest JRPG ever, and Final Fantasy is just so, a ripoff. So says just a ripoff. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's not. Final Fantasy is great, but uh, so essentially, the game starts with you. You're some loser, dart. He's got, like, typical Final Fantasy-esque hair. He has a sword. And you're like, I think my guy might kind of suck. But your entire... Yeah, his name is Dart. Worst name. throwing darts at a board. Yeah, he's he's not... Dart's not... He's like the fire guy, too. So it's like, oh, the most basic element. Mm. Not cool. So anyways, you're Dart. And you have just returned to your home village, which has been totally decimated. And your childhood friend, Shauna, and your love interest in the game, has been kidnapped. Mm. And she's been taken to a place called Helena Prison. And it literally looks like hell when you get there. And you're like, oh, I get the name. That makes sense. Mm. But the entire trip to Helena, you're all alone. So it's just you and you're traversing through all of these places, really kind of learning the mechanics of the game and how to fight. And then you get to the prison. And you're like level one. You have no skills. You're a loser. You have a sword. You don't even have any armor. And so you're trying to fight your way through this prison, but it's not going super well. And then you finally get to the prison cell where you think your girlfriend is being kept, but you don't have the key. And then from all sides in the prison, these these minions, these peons come out of nowhere and they're like, you bastard, we're going to get you. And they they call you a bastard. And that was one of the oh, first. Wow. first that was you heard the, that word. Yeah, that oh, was what? one of the first bad words my brother and I ever learned. And you called Thanks, that, video games. And you called yourselves that secretly True. under each other's breath. Bastard, bastard. No, I mean, we would shout it at each other because we didn't know it was a bad word. We were like, you bastard. <laughs> and your mom was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Huh? And we were like, video games, mom, it's nothing, it's nothing. <laughs> so, uh, you're, what are you <laughs> <laughs> so you think you're about to die because there's no way you can take on all of these prison guards at the same time. Right. And then from off screen, you know, it's the, ear- it's the early 2000s slash late 90s. So, like, there's no dialogue but you see these little dialogue boxes coming up and it's like <laughs> like guys clearly dying and some other guy like have at ye you fiends <laughs> and then like out of nowhere comes blazing this guy in like green armor with cool short blonde hair and a spear and he's just like yo buddy what are you doing in this prison and you're like I'm busting my girlfriend out and he's like great I'm getting out of here too let's hit the road and Badass. that's your guy Lovitz ah, that's how you Lovitz beat Lovitz lives Lovitz lives <laughs> Source. If I've said it source. once, I've said it a I'll thousand it a times. Thousand times. <laughs> so that's your guy, and he's the first guy that joins your party. So he's the first new character you ever get. Okay. So Dart is always the default. You yeah. actually can't remove him from your party, which <laughs> bummer. Blows. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Uh, so you can never get rid of Dart, but you can add in your other three people for combat. 
I would have used Levitz the entire freaking game if I had had the chance. So you get your girlfriend from Helena prison and all three of you leave. And throughout the entire rest of disc one, you really do like it's a short like if you actually timed it out, it would be a pretty short adventure. But you basically go with Levitz back to his hometown. You meet his mom. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you go to his house. You guys are getting close. And he lives in like a mansion. And his mom is like, I just love the young people and you're like thanks grandma and she like is she has like paintings of her son everywhere because it's you know fantasy medieval times they don't have pictures she clearly adores Levitz and he's he is her only child she has no husband he died so it's just her and Levitz pretty much and Levitz is like a captain in the army so he is doing really well for him and his mom he takes care of her blah 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 she makes you and your whole team like a home cooked meal it's Hell the yeah. mom yeah you get to stay at her place it's like a slumber party it's awesome and then you and your crew go back to uh basically the king of their land and you're like hey some shit's going down over at that hell in a prison we don't really know what's up but like stuff's going bad and like the super shadowy suspicious grand vizier for the king is like no no nothing's happening at the prison you don't need to you don't need to worry about that and everyone else is like yo king can't you see that your grand vizier is a super creep and he's like no he's fine it's fine and then of course he backstabs you kidnaps the king which is like levitz's charge like he can't have that so he kidnaps the king takes him back to hell in a prison and you all have to basically go get him now so this is kind of rounding out disc one you get back to hell in a prison now you have your whole crew you've got your girlfriend fighting with you you've got your best bro here on the other side left levitz you fight your way through the prison it's like very grandiose and when you get to the top like the very top of hell in a prison because it's like this big tower. You find the uh, advisor guy who has taken off his mysterious black cloak doing some sort of ritual where like he's extracting some sort of item from the king, but like in a magical way, like he's not like chopping him open. He's like basically sticks his hand into his back and like rips something out and it's just like, oh my God, what is happening? And so as he does this, Levitz, you know, he's responsible for the king. Yeah. He can't have this. Let's so defend Levit- him. in like a very dramatic cutscene, you guys, you don't even know. It's very dramatic. I think you showed it to us <laughs> I think it's you very did. dramatic. I, think you did. I remember he this. He rushes forward and the bad guy, Lloyd, what a dumb name. Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd. I am Lloyd, fear me. <laughs> I'm from other, other best, realms. Best best uh, best villain Lloyd. He stabs Levitz mm. right through the Bummer. middle with this mega sword called the Dragon Buster. And there's no coming back from that. Nice. So he like yanks the sword out. Levitz is super dead, like super, almost immediately. And you as Dart, you're like, no. <laughs> and there's like a bunch of O's on the screen. It's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so like you run forward and you're like, my bed's bro. And of course Lloyd absconds into the night. He's hmm. gone. And you're just like, well, the this is fucking done. blows. The deed is done. Yes. So like you have Levitz dying in your arms. And you're like, my best bro. Does he have man. any last words? He has some last words. He's like, I think he says something about his mom, maybe. Oh. I don't I don't quite remember. Tell my mom but I won't be home for dinner. Yeah, pretty much. Something kind of like that. Something and you're like, oh my God, this survive, is horrible. Survive. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he dies, and that like really kicks off the whole rest of the adventure, kind of like what we were talking about. Because with his death, it kind of sinks into the whole crew that like more is happening than they realize. Right? What's this guy Lloyd doing? What did he rip out of our king? Why did he kidnap your girlfriend? Why did he kill our best bro? And what the hell was that crazy sword? Mm-hmm. So you go back to the homeland, uh, the kingdom, or whatever, Basil. Is that what it's called? I forget. Anyways, you go back to the uh, main city where the king lives. You drop him back off, and he's like, sorry, guys. And you're like, you fucking scumbag. He actually joins your team in Levitz's place. His name is Albert. I never used Uh, him. Out of mm. spite. Never used Mm. him. But it really is kind of sad because you can go back to Levitz's mom's house after he is is dead. You basically don't tell her. Oh, really? She like, She's like, yeah, la, la, yeah. You just cooking. don't really. You're like, you <laughs> can even sometimes. You guys here for events? Yeah, yeah. Home? yeah. Where's the events? Yeah, he said he'll much. be late to dinner tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is great food, my, my lady. <laughs> Basically, you're Holding sobbing tears. over the controller, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that poor woman. So actually, this... <laughs> he would love this. I can't enjoy it because <laughs> dead. What's that, dearie? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so it is like, it's really tragic because like you absolutely get the sense that this was a national hero. Like you had an actual hero on your squad and you're a bunch of losers. Mm, yeah. So like you had the celebrity in your crew yeah. who had like a family and success. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the one that gets axed at the very beginning. Well, so kind of the whole that's rest cool, of the game is, you know, just sort of honoring his demise. Yeah. These fender hairs. Fender hairs everywhere. My hair. Um, and so, yeah, that's how you kick off disc one. Okay. So that's pretty much where disc one kind of ends. I think there's a little bit more after that, but that's basically the gist of it. So your best man Levitz. is dead. Death you, one. You always Levitz. carry him. In your heart, he lives on within all of us. That's why you say that, because exactly. surely he is dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very dead. He's very so more dead than yes, dead. Spoiler alert: he doesn't come back. You do eventually get to uh, encounter his spirit, oh. but that just reinforces that. Oh, he's, see, I thought that no, you had told us before he dead. does come back. No, you, oh, there, like we. And that's a, why you had that name. Okay, we had a lot of theories that he would be able to via uh, this thing you collect called Stardust, and I thought, oh, this must be how we're going to bring Levitz back. Wrong. Yeah. You're stuck with Albert the whole Still game. Still dead. Albert, oh, hey guys. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> what he's excuse like. excuse for a replacement. Oh, he's horrible. He's such a loser. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Levitz. Levitz, number one. Levitz. Number one. <laughs> number one, team chat. Kicking us death. off. Memorable death. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll just go around the table in the, norm- in the normal, yes. normal fashion. So, what do you got? Uh, so mine is not necessarily... A little different in the fact that it's not a catalyst death. Like, it's not one that kicks off the adventure. It's part, it it shapes and molds a character, but it wasn't even necessarily for the effect of this death in game as much as it was the effect on me as the player. So, up until this point when this game came around, which, similar to your game, I bet you can guess what it is. Oh, is it The Last of Us? It's The Last of Us! So, it's funny. So, okay, so I can't wait to get to me. So is it Halo? It is. It is. <laughs> wow, this team chat really have uh, we, spit in their wheels. We know how to diversify <laughs> our topics on this one, yeah. aka the throwback episode. Yeah. All right, but I mean, but anyway, so this, I mean, it's obvious that we would pick deaths from those yeah. games. Yeah, it's it's they're our favorite games. Why would we not? Uh, so, but anyway, so this game, I. By the time I played The Last of Us, I'd been around. I'd played some games in my time, experienced some deaths on mm. screen. and But the reason... So the death that I'm talking about in particular is the one, is the one that happened... Uh, is Joel's daughter, Sarah. 
Oh yeah. Mm. So at the very beginning of this game, you you play as her first, actually, because you also looking it up. You uh, get the no. you get the intro <laughs> video in cinematic or in stuff where she's like, where she's waiting up for Joel one night and he comes home really late from work and you know she gives him like a birthday a watch is like a birthday present oh. kind of thing or just to give it to him and they fall asleep and then she wakes up and Joel's gone and. As she gets up and looks and starts looking for him again and starts hearing a lot of noises outside and all this crazy stuff. And then he rushes home all coming home because it's the outbreak of the infection. Like people started becoming getting getting sick and turning into the infected. Uh And so it just creates this mass hysteria, hysteria and exit. And so they trying to leave their house and everything. And Joel's brother, Tommy, comes and they all get in the truck and they're trying to like escape, but they're getting cut off by, you know, military trying to control the situation or just the infected themselves. Mm-hmm. And also like, what the fuck is this? What's happening in all this mass hysteria? And so they are able to go and they get away for a little while, but then uh, their vehicle crashes and they try to get up and, and, and leave and go another way, trying to get to safety. And they stumble across these uh, this group of soldiers and they're walking towards them. the soldiers like, stop, you know, we don't know if you're safe and all this and Joel's like, no, like my daughter's hurt. She needs help, you know, and all this and trying to get and trying to get them to help him. But they're like, stay back, stay back, stay back. And then they wind up in all the confusion shooting at them. And Ew. Joel's daughter gets shot and they and then in his arms, in his arms. And so oh, like, there's this God. very emotional scene yeah. of, of her slowly dying. And, you know, uh, her mother and Joel's wife aren't in the picture anymore. I don't know if I don't remember if it's clear if she's just dead or they're divorced, you know, but anyway, so it's like, she's literally all he has. And so she, and she slowly, you know, is just dying in his arms and it's this very incredibly emotional scene. I bet. Now. So what I mean is like, that wasn't necessarily like the, the offset for the adventure, but it, it, it did turn started is what turned Joel into this, you know, hard man that he is when he meets Ellie, where he doesn't care about Ellie. He's just like, you're a job. I'm just here to get you to from point A to point B. And that's all it is. And then, which then, you know, leads to his softening to Ellie and all mm-hmm. that is their adventure. Yeah, goes it's on. a great story. But so, so, but what I mean is by how this death affected, not necessarily the game, but me as the player, like I said, I played a lot of games and, and, but really most of the games that I played, the only emotion I had experienced is either adrenaline, excitement, and you know, or just or you know, high adventure, as, as they say. Oh <laughs> the you know, uh, yes, Yark. the emotion of high adventure. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like from the action and all that. So, I mean, I knew video games could could have emotional stories, and there could be good characters in these games. But this is the first one that actually was more a death of a character, in like and how this scene is acted, and how Troy Baker delivered the lines, and, and all this stuff. This was the first death that was actually. In a video game that I experienced, that was actually like an emotional gut punch. Yeah, I was like, "Oh God, like yeah. this game is going to be different than anything I've ever played." Yeah, and so that you know, that and for the emotion, how they use emotion and all, and all that, and the emotion and the connection to the characters is again another reason that makes The Last of Us one of well, it's my, very my cinematic game. It looks yeah. like a movie. It's very not cinematic. supposed to be like a video game. Almost, it almost looks. Like and watching it, oh, for yeah. sure, definitely, and and so that for me, it just stood out because it, it's. You know, a terrible, terrible scene, but it just stood out to me because it, it was it was that moment for me where I was like, oh, it was kind of it was honestly like the moment of like, oh, video games can be something more than just oh. jumping around and, you know, yeah. and shooting enemies. That was, OK, so that's kind of why it stood out to me. And it really just had that impact. And that and that, like I said, is when I knew like, oh, this game is going to be something different than I've ever experienced before. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, like that was proven true. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, so. 
Sarah, hard, hard from stuff. The Last of Us. Number two. Number two. Team Chat Death. Team Chat Death. Do you guys ever watch those shows on like Animal Planet that were like the top ten uh-huh. something animal? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those were great. Yeah. Yeah. Always had that like super cheesy uh, computer like computer like uh, 3D graphic like going down this like oh, light yeah. tunnel it's like yeah. number nine yeah 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 we need, that. Awesome. we need that number it's two, like, yeah. we need that we're just really sad like and that's why this death is really terrible <laughs> number three team <laughs> chat oh my gosh that would be hilarious <laughs> alright so what you got Zach I have six deaths oh, oh my god. gosh six deaths in one game oh holy crap one yes. massive explosion one massive explosion oh I think I know which one you're gonna do Say it for me. Halo Reach. Halo Reach. Uh-huh. Woo! Drop that bomb. Boom. <laughs> we, I don't know if we talked about Halo Reach. Not very much, no. I really don't think we have, like in depth, huh. you know? And so Halo Reach is a game that came out, I believe, after Halo 3 and before Halo 4. Okay. But, well, you know, kind of a while before Halo 4. Halo Reach was sort of, uh, I think Bungie's, I think, I'm, I think this is right, Bungie's sort of last adventure into the oh, halo world it was their last hands-on i think halo. so and then they, they gave th- it to 343 yeah and then they actually oh. passed off to 343 i think that's right and um halo reach is in the canon of halo it takes place before you so that mogan just played halo one like the first four levels so yeah. right at the very beginning you were on the pillar of autumn alone in space flying towards that the ring that yes. you don't know like where it is right. and if you remember the conversation you can hear Captain Keys and Cortana talking about, you know, we, uh, how, did, how are the Covenant still behind us? And she's like, the Covenant ships have always been faster. Uh, they just basically did a slip space rupture in order to get away from Reach. Warp drive, if you will. Warp drive. Yes. Yes. Let's call it that. And uh, so Reach is where you're coming from at the beginning of Halo 1. Okay. So, and like okay. I've always said, Halo 1 really puts you right in the middle of a fight that's already been going on. And Reach is a planet that is colonized by humans and also has Forerunner artifacts there and is a target for the Covenant to come and Ooh. attack. And it's just another place where the Covenant and the humans clash. Right. And Reach, in the it, we, if you're familiar with the canon, which I wasn't when I was played it for the first time, but Reach is destroyed. So you know that going into it. Gotcha. And so like the whole tagline for Reach was like Reach will fall in 2012 or whenever the game came out. You know, you will lose. Which oh, is I so think actually it, that's semi recent. I, I mean, don't not think it's 2012. Super recent. It was, maybe it was, it was later than that. Or earlier yeah, than that. something like that. I um know. I can't remember when it came out either. I'll look it up I mean, it's not that Dude, 2012 still feels like yesterday. It's not. It really Anyways, does. continue. Anyways, uh, so you know that you're going to fail in the beginning, which is kind of cool to go into a game knowing that you lose. Yeah. And I like that idea. It's, it's, and yet the game is still really good. So you're basically, just to kind of go through it very quickly, you are part of Noble Team. You come on as Noble Team 6. You're the last guy that gets onto the Spartan team. Oh, 2010. And they're, oh, 2010, okay. And they're tasked with defending Reach. And there's other Spartan companies that are on Reach, but like you don't really interact with them that much. All you are really focused on are these six uh, Spartan members. I don't remember them all. I just remember there's Carter, Cat, Emil, George, you. There's somebody else I can't remember. I'm, I've got the article pulled up. Those see. are the main five, and all of them die. <sighs> you all die. Even and Yeah, even the main character. Even which the is... main character, which was the first time in a video game where, like, obviously you die as a character, but this was like, you actually die. Your character's You're not dead. coming back, dead, bro. Dead, yeah, dead, You're dead, dead. <laughs> and, uh, 
what is great about all their deaths is because you know Reach is going to fail, and you don't know this in the moment, you just kind of know it overall, but in the moment, you are very much trying to stop the invasion. And the Covenant are coming, they're glassing cities, they're killing civilians, they're taking out comm systems, they're doing, you know, just wreaking havoc on Reach, and you really don't have the means to stop them. And the whole time, you, which I love about Halo, and I've talked about this before, it's this desperation. You're really backs against the walls, all hope is kind of gone, but you continue to fight on anyways. And um, what's what happens with each of these characters' deaths, which is really, I guess Cat counts too. <laughs> Cat is cat gets like sniped. Cat was the, <laughs> cat, was the, cat was the shock death of the game. She was the shock death. All the other deaths have like meaning and sacrifice. Like they're like very sacrificial in their uh, in the moment, which yeah. is great. And I guess Cat kind of has that too because she's like working on something. She's like the intercom techie girl, oh, but she's okay. also like this badass Spartan. They're all these. Right. Bad, they're all badass Spartans. Um, but one of the most memorable ones is the first one for me is George. So you and George are tasked with going up into a Covenant ship, planting a bomb, and just blowing it up. But when you get up there, the, sh- the ship that would be able to take you off the big ship, like a little smaller ship, doesn't work. The bomb has to be activated manually, and meaning someone has to stay up there and activate it, and they're not going to get off. Oh. And so... You as like this rookie, you're not a rookie, but it's not like ODST. You're like brand new to the noble you're team. You're brand new to the noble team. And so all the, this great moment happens where George is like looking at it. He's like, you know, I got good news and bad news. The good news is, or no, he's like, I, I, I forget the quote, but it's like, I got good news and bad news. Basically, we have to activate this manually. And the only way to get back down is through gravity. We just have to jump out. You know, someone of us is going to jump out. And you're like, okay, what's the good news? He's like, that is the good news. The bad news is, and he takes off his helmet. And like every time a Spartan like takes off their helmet, it's just like this thing. So he takes off his helmet and he's like, I'm staying here. Reach is like my home. And I guess he was born there. And he's like, Reach is my home. You uh, go finish this for me. Like total badass. No, it's not very <sighs> sentimental at all. Oh, yeah. And what's really cool is he lifts up the, cause he's like this big he's Australian. Huge. He's like the biggest one. And he's like this big Australian. He lifts up the you team member six and he sort of just walks you out just in case I don't know like you're like no no you're don't try do to fight him or you're gonna try to fight him yeah. and he's like give him hell go do what you were meant to do and he pushes you out of oh. into space and you fall down to reach like through gravity or whatever and uh, it blows up and oh. what is is interesting about that is it's a, it delays the covenant a little bit uh, he thinks that it saves the city and he and so there's a quote afterwards where Carter the main team leader is like I hope we all die thinking that we think we saved the city. So yeah. good for him for dying thinking he saved, but like it all it did was delay. That's all it did. Oh man. And Carter, towards the end of the game, the leader, he has a similar moment where he's flying this broken pelican and you and Emil are trying to get a piece of Cortana over to the Pillar of Autumn. So that's what's kind of happening. The Pillar of Autumn's on reach. Master Chief's on the Pillar of Autumn. You have a piece of Cortana that needs to get to Master Chief and to Captain Keys, who you met at the beginning. And so you're like, get there. Before, like, they're the only... That's why why Master Chief is the only one that survives, because he's the one that barely gets off, but everyone else has to sacrifice themselves to get there. He, Carter basically runs his pelican that's on fire into a scarab that would have killed you and Emil at the end. And so he's like, give him hell, bam. You know? yeah. <laughs> so it's all, it's all it's sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And then Emil at the end uh, is shooting this big gun to get all these other ships and a, 
elite comes up and stabs him, and then he takes the elite down. And he's like, "Give him hell!" You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's all this like. There's not a lot of sentimental, you know, sentimentality I mean, it, it, in it. It's it's very much. It, it's almost they're all soldiers. How they all go? It, it's very Saving Private Ryan esque. Yeah. Like a lot of the, the soldiers in that movie die. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. It's a, it the is. same kind of thing. It's June like just, is the one. Okay, uh, the other one. I don't so it's June. I don't remember how he dies either. Yeah, it, but it's yeah. So it's Carter, Cat, Carter, Cat, George, George Emil. Emil, and June. Okay, I remember. A meal, too, because a meal's death. I mean, George's one is, is very obviously memorable. very memorable. Yeah, but I remembered a meal's too because it's he's the last one before you. Yes, he's the very and last so he's one he's you. manning that gun. Yes, and people and covenant strikes like come up, up to him and he's like got his knife because he's the one yeah. who has that knife and he's everything. Knife. He's like hacking away and just going he, like, crazy. He's being a him. he's being a bad. And then yeah, yeah, then elite runs up and stabs yeah. him. So and so then you eventually do get. Cortana to Captain Keys and it's like thank you soldier like get on and he's like no I'm staying like I I got the I got this gun back here I'll make y'all a window so you can get out of here so it's all for just everyone sacrificed stuff for Chief Cortana Keys and the Pillar of Autumn to get uh, out of reach which is great it's like yeah. a really unbelievably sad cool story and what's a really the most memorable one is at the end is it's not a cutscene but it's you in a first person perspective and you're fighting different covenant and you realize there's they just keep they will never yeah. stop coming you don't and have you can't pick up another ammo pack. you can't pick up another ammo your health goes down and down and down and oh you can survive as gosh. long as you really can last and then eventually you get killed yep. and your helmet stays there and cortana has a nice message where she's like you did all this you didn't stop them but you delayed them like they were furious they were you know they're really brutal in their attack but they weren't fast enough and so all the delaying eventually did amount to chief getting away and you sort of saving Cortana and all the precious information she has. Oh, I so love it's good. that. Yeah. Noble six. Reach is great. Like Reach is I, a really, I, now really talking good about game. like, man, I want to play it again right yeah. now. Like I want to, really I want to start it up and play it again. I was looking through cutscenes. The dialogue's really good. Like compared yeah. to halo five, which I don't think the dialogue's that great. Like this had really good dialogue, character development, and it's just really sad. Well, and I was just looking it up now to see like when it was released and all that it had, it's, it got incredible reviews. Reviews like four four point uh, seven out of five from yeah. from a Microsoft review. IGN gave it a nine point five of ten. It's a good so game. Like it you know great super stuff. solid game. Awesome. Yeah, the sacrifice of that game. That it's it's basically Halo Reach is the Rogue One yeah. of the Halo series. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the exact just, same thing. You know, you kind of have an idea of how it's going to end in your head. Yeah. But and and you because especially if you're familiar with the Halo lore, you you know that yeah. like what you're saying. Yeah. Like Reach is destroyed. So yeah. I know. Yeah. But it's it's always still fun to know how you reach how it that. happened. Yeah. yeah how, how it happened and what yeah. were the ramifications. And that's of what the gives battle. it gravity. I yes. love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Halo did awesome. a good job with that. Nice. It was really good. Yes. I, I do love Reach. Yes. Number three. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> yeah, we need the graphic. <laughs> All six names. So do you want to do mobile with mobile? Yes. Do we? Ow, I cracked my wrist. Ooh. Just make <laughs> it. I can't record <laughs> anymore. <laughs> a weak, weak gesture. All right. Anyways, lots of news and stuff going on. Okay. So following the newest Nintendo Direct, I am certain neither of you know anything about it. Uh, they were featuring a couple of new reveals. So part of them are related to the Switch and some are related to the 3DS. So they were also very much centered around the Pokemon series. So for starters, they did announce an official port and polished up version of Pokémon Tournament. So that's coming to the Switch. So Pokémon Tournament is basically Tekken for Pokémon. Okay, I've seen that. So, I've yeah. seen gameplay. It looks that pretty cool. So actually I'm pretty jazzed about it. So this will be like the first uh 1v1 fighter 
not including arms that I think is going to be coming to the switch. Uh, that's like a new bleh, title sort of it's a port, yeah. but that's going to be coming out September 22nd. So still a ways off, but it's going to be an ori- a port of the original Wii U version, but it's going to include five new fighters. And I think a couple of other, other new features as well. They also announced that they are doing new ported slash upgraded versions of Pokemon Sun and Moon. So they are doing Mm. Sun and Moon Ultra. So Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Those are going to remain for now on the 3DS. People are hopeful that they might eventually get Switch versions, but I personally don't think that's going to happen. Those are slated to come out November 17th, so really kind of one year after Sun and Moon. There's going to be new Pokemon to catch and a new storyline, but it's going to take place in the same region, of course, of Alola. Uh, And then coming up is kind of some E3-related news. There are going to be official live tournaments for both of the Switch's new games, Splatoon 2 and ARMS. Nice. So I'm really excited to watch the Splatoon 2 tournament. So that's going to be airing on June 13th at 2 p.m. Pacific time is when it's starting. I think there's only four teams that have already done all of their qualifiers and stuff. One is from the U.S., one's from Japan. One I want to say is from... I may have been making that up. And I forget where the other one is from. Uh, And they are going to be, uh, for both pros and amateurs, confirmed for E3. And then the ARMS tournament is going to be aired on June 14th at 3.30 Pacific time. They're going to have a lot of really cool pro gamers in the ARMS tournament. There's going to be one of the most decorated female fighting game champions of all time competing in this tournament, along with a Smash Brothers champion from Canada. She's also going to be there. So really excited for that. So a lot of this stuff is happening day this episode goes out yeah, so, uh, much. so, yeah. set, so that's to set some time aside of your day yeah so anyways there's also going to be i don't know how much you not at all but you perhaps keep up with ps4 sale no. news Ooh. so did you see that cool <laughs> there's like a weird mini summer sale happening with so days of play yeah days yeah. of play so they yeah, just debuted this uh limited edition gold playstation 4 which quite honestly looks disgusting i yeah, love I it dude imagine, i love no, it i would know, i would have if it's i terrible. didn't Donald if Trump's i didn't already have that's <laughs> what he would get oh man because it would match all of my other gold legend of Zelda stuff. So anyways. Okay, I see that. Uh, like, so, I mean, I, I'm like, oh god, yeah. that's ugly. But it is a one terabyte PS4. <laughs> so it's one terabyte and it's still only 250. Oh, that's not bad so, at all. So yeah, so Never it's a mind, pretty good deal. One. Now, a lot of people are pissed because Europe is getting what a lot of people think is a prettier silver version. Ooh, but see, North America is getting the gold version. I'd be much more on board with the, with the silver <laughs> but version. But yeah, so it's one terabyte PlayStation 4 for only 250 $249.99. And that's going to be on sale from June 9th through the 17th. But I guess it's not bundled, though, with anything. No, it's really not. So, yes, yeah, so so you're it would just, getting just the be, It would just be the unit. But I think really the, the memory, the storage there that is, is what, a big upgrade. It's what's the big upgrade. Uh, they're also going to be selling standard controllers for the PS4 for only $40 Ooh. and the official Sony headset for 80 bucks. I do love my, my Sony yeah. headset. Yeah. I have the... Not the highest end one, but like the middle one, I think. And it's it's awesome. Turtle Beach, baby. <laughs> I might have to snag another one of those controllers. My my first controller bit the dust, and so I had to I had to buy a new one. Yeah. I think all of the colors, like the basic colors, yeah. red, blue, black, all of those, those are all going to be the ones that are on sale. And then coming up for uh, bleh, releases, ARMS is, of course, coming out for the Switch on June 16th. Which I have to say. The more I see of that, the more it does. It look looks fun. pretty cool. When they first announced it in the at the big Switch reveal, I was like, 
Yeah, yeah, me too. Me I was too. like, meh. I was meh. Yeah. Like, meh. Just didn't really care. Thing. But now but, it, it looks pretty fun. And, and they do keep revealing new characters for the game too. So they're obviously trying really hard to make ARMS a thing. And then we also have Dead by Daylight for PS4 and Xbox One on June 20th. We have Nex Machina for PS4 and PC June 20th as well. And Final Fantasy Stormblood for PS4 and PC June 20th. Nice. And that's about wraps us up. Sweet. So, I mean, the, we'll hopefully be getting next episode. We'll have a lot of like, I mean, yeah, also like E3 related. Uh, E3 related. Yeah. It's all going to be news and stuff. And so hopefully we'll get a lot of good re- uh, re- release dates for some of our upcoming yes. games. So we'll be saving all of our check back next week for a ton of E3 stuff. Plus, uh, I know I'll be trying to watch as many of the conferences as I can. So check the check our team chat Twitter because I'll be uh, oh, yeah. updating that as yeah. through some of the confer- the uh, the keynotes and stuff as well. So we are, we're going to start with me? Yep. Yes. Okay. Well, this is going to be Number embarrassing. Number four. <laughs> this is embarrassing because it's also from Halo. Oh! <laughs> so I'll zip, zippity-doo-dah through this one. Uh, so I was going to do Sergeant Johnson. Spoiler, he dies. Oh, but I'm not going to do him. <laughs> but not till I wasn't done. Yeah. say, fair, not till Halo 3. Not till Halo 3. Oh, get, I wasn't going to make it that far anyway. Three, four, get three, a lot of Johnson. You get a lot of yeah. Johnson. <laughs> you get a lot of Sergeant Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Halo one, two, and three is chock full of Johnson, uh, but he doesn't. <laughs> but it's you haven't met three four three guilty spark. No, okay. I haven't gotten that he far yet. <gasps> oh my god! I'm, I'm Which care. was a very surprising death. Why would you tell it me was. these things? I think Sergeant Johnson was trying to stop him from doing something, and in three four three guilty spark will go into his auto mode and be like, "Just stop," you know, and like he doesn't know his own power. <laughs> no, yeah, no, then kills him, and then you kill the three four three guilty spark. It's fine. It's uh, fine. It's a bummer though. Sergeant Johnson's the shit. Uh, anyways, oh, yeah. so briefly. Um, uh, there's another spoiler, but everyone's played this game by now, so I don't care. <laughs> Except for Morgan. <laughs> uh, and this actually goes right off to what I was talking about, the end of Reach, when you give Cortana the keys and Master Chief is in there and all that stuff happens. Halo 1, the events unfold, as you have played a little bit of. Basically, the part you have not gotten to yet, which um, maybe you're like two or three levels away, is the introduction of the Flood, which is mm. one of the best, as I've said before, one of the best uh, moments in Halo. It's, it plays out like a horror film, and this two-tier sort of battle turns into a triangle. And now the Flood, Covenant, and humans are all mixed in this weird battle together. The Flood basically versus everybody. And so there are moments... Flood don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. There are moments even in uh, Halo 2 where the Covenant and the humans have to join forces to defeat the Flood. So it's really interesting, and that was a moment which made Halo sort of stand out for me. You know, it wasn't just this very straightforward battle. It was a very complex thing. And the Flood are these... As you can imagine, these sort of like mindless hive of the universe that just go out and suck up life everywhere. Their sole purpose is to devour life. And and as you learn, the Forerunners, and this doesn't have much to do with the death, but just real quick, the Forerunners knew this. And the, the, the Forerunners are these ancient alien civilization before you guys. Even though I think like, and I'm, I'm sorry that I don't know this, I think they're, they were humans or something. Hmm. I don't know. It's kind, of expo- it's kind of explained in Halo 4 It kind of is. With like, because how, how like the Promethean guards that you fight or are soldiers like humans. are like humans of old. Yeah. It's, they, or they were transformed into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hazy on the lore myself. I, I like the 1 through 3 trilogy where you the Forerunner just appeared to be an ancient alien civilization, mm. which were super advanced. And the rings, which you will find out, are not like planets or homes, but weapons. And they're used, all seven of them, when they're ignited at the same time, destroy 
all of the Flood's food in the universe, which is everything. Like, just sentient life. Yeah. So it destroys life in the universe. But it's a good thing to get the Flood out. That's, like, their, you know, thinking. Yeah. Anywho, there is a point towards the end of Halo where you are on a Covenant ship. And you got, it's actually, it's a level thing that repeats itself. So you already did the Truth of Reconciliation when you go up into that ship. Yes. I believe you go back into that ship. Ooh, the same ship? And it's overrun with Flood. And there's Flood everywhere, and you are fighting Covenant and Flood, and you get to this one room where um, it's a cutscene. You kind of come up on this platform, and there's this kind of weird Flood egg, you know, th- inc- incubator sort of thing. Ugh. And you're like, oh, geez, what is it? And there's a, a face imprinted at the, the... And it's screaming. It's like a screaming face. Its mouth is open. And it's you're with Cortana. Like, you both know what's going on. It's Captain Keys. Captain oh, Keys, no! yes, has been sucked into the flood. Spoilers! Spoiler. God! Yes. And Keys it's ca- too? And he, once, so some of these soldiers that become flood are still sort of these zombie-esque soldiers, and they're still kind of like half there. They're dead, but they're like sort of mobile, and you could almost get the impression like, oh, is that a good guy or a bad guy? But it's a flood. They have like flood arms and stuff. Flood arms? They do. It's like a human <laughs> arm and then a flood arm. Which is like a, okay. They look all like... Yeah, and they're like... Ah, like ah. Yeah, gross. it's gross. It's gross. Um... <laughs> But something that you do as Chief and Cortana is like, you have to do it, is you punch oh. <laughs> Keys' face and it like explodes. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. That's horrible! <laughs> so Keys is dead. Awful. He's already dead, but he's sort of like being turned into a flood baby or something. And oh. you're like, I'm not going to let my sergeant go down like that. And you punch him in the face. And, oh. and you kind of like do this thing. And it's like, oh, flood guts yeah, it's, it's gnarly. <laughs> but that's, uh, so you don't, you don't see the death, but you kind of, or kill him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you, under, worse. Yeah. you kill him. Oh. And so, yeah, that was uh, another one. I it's like to shooting talk about. a zombie in the head. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's like fine. your best yeah. friend just turned into a zombie, zombie, but you're like, bro, can't let you. Exactly. You you're know. doing him a favor. Doing him a favor. It's mercy exactly. killing. Exactly. Exactly. Mercy kill. exactly. Yes. Yeah, so oh, then you man. Continue on and Johnson and Keys. John, Keys. Oh, Keys. There's is a lot of heartbreak in store for you. That's definitely a minor character. Keys is like a cool character that has a lot of lines at the beginning. It's like, you like Keys, but he's Sergeant Johnson is definitely a bigger character. When he dies, that's more of a event for sure. But I kind of like the fact that you kill Keys. Like you punch him. That makes it more interesting to me. Yeah. You know? Because Johnson dies in battle of Keys. Yeah. You're right. It's that different thing because it's the mercy. It's the mercy. It's the mercy kill, yeah, yeah, which is interesting. So yeah, Poor keys. Captain Keys, <laughs> Captain Keys, Captain Number Four. Well, now I don't even have to play the games. No, yeah, that's God. <laughs> but you haven't met the Arbiter. Wait till you meet the no, Arbiter. No, I haven't. Wait, is you he know, in Halo One? Two. Oh, I gotta play the two. Yeah, T- talk about all this Halo stuff. You know what we should do? Play Halo is when. Well, yes, <laughs> but like do. when uh, the extra life for this year uh-huh. rolls around and it's a big like twenty four hour stream. We yeah. should just do the whole Halo series. That'd be awesome. If one of you lets me borrow that. an Xbox. Halo 1, no, we'll just all like, come over and, like, oh, yeah. and like, just yeah. do it all together yeah. and all that stuff. And we can take shifts. Yeah. <laughs> shifts. All right, <laughs> you guys awesome. can't make fun of me when I play because I'm bad. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. We'll just let the Keep online audience tackle you. to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that'd be cool if people watched us. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll just stream it. That's the whole point. Yeah, but I, I get we can stream it. It'd be cool if people watched us. Oh, we can, we can figure that out <laughs> Watch for that day. the stream. We, yeah. can, we can figure that out where people can see us, too. We'll figure that out. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, are people going to watch us? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. We'll, we'll put it out. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get, we'll get fans. there. We'll get there. Fans. Come watch us, please. <laughs> it's not until like November, so you got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah. So That's it. Another great, another great. Another great death. Another great Halo death, a heroic sacrifice in the face <laughs> of the oncoming swarm. That's right. Cut to graphic. He's head exploding. Yeah. Number, yeah. number, <laughs> number four. <laughs> and like from the, when you pulls his fist back, number five. Yeah. Number, number five. five. <laughs> oh, you should totally take He's all day so Sunday <laughs> and make this. <laughs> that take me so long. <laughs> take me so long. <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> okay, so my one, my next death, uh, t- I'm taking a play from your book in this one for your first one. It's not one person. It's oh, a group of people. Dang. And it is the characters of Until Dawn. Ooh, huh. okay. Oh, oh, yeah, I remember you talking okay. about this game. So, cool. so uh, you know, obviously there are multiple ways that the characters can die. But the thing about Until Dawn, for those of you who haven't played it, it's a survival uh, horror game uh, that great survival horror game by the way it kind of like slipped under the radar when it was released but then after it came out people were like oh this is actually a really good game so you should play it if you haven't yet it's also PS- it's PS4 really exclusive. inexpensive yeah it's like it's 20 like bucks 50, now it's not. 15 it's like 15 dollars yeah, it's great so if you have a ps4 you should have it definitely I'll, in fact i'll let you borrow this oh, so thank you can you. play it around around the halloween around times the, the halloween Ooh, that'll be so fun that's Yay. when i played it last year yes, I, I bought good it idea. so i could talk about it for our halloween oh, episode that excellent. we did so excellent but, oh it's a we'll do tradesies game. i'll give you one and i'll take until dawn that'll work Damn. uh so but no so the characters of until dawn they can all so obviously since you do want to play this i won't like i'm not going to go into huge detail about how characters die but the problem but the point is and it's understood going in any character can die just don't use any names i'll be fine no, well and that's the thing like i'm not going to talk about yeah i'm not gonna even going to go in that deal it's more about the it's not much just about the death but the effects of the death and how that affects the gameplay because every you know it going in every character can die Every character could live. It all depends on your decision making oh. and and how you react in certain situations. So it obviously sets that up for that challenge. And you immediately know going in, okay, people are going to die. Like it's it, similar in, in reach. You know yeah. they're going to die. Yeah. But it's the mystery of how right. and what's going to happen to them and what, you know, how can it be prevented? How could you save them? But the thing about how this game handles death, and I mentioned this before when we talked about it in the Halloween episode, there are no save points and reload points. You cannot go mm-hmm. back and correct. I, I like that I too. I love that. Yeah. Because otherwise, what, what's, what's the, point the point of having decisions? Yeah, you have to exactly. Get, uh, exactly. You're like, oh, I didn't want that character to die. Reload and do yeah, it again. No, it's you can't do that. You are stuck with your decisions, which that permanence of it really gives the game this overwhelming sense of pressure. You just always yeah. feel like anything that happens, you you will overanalyze Every single decision you're trying to make in this game. I did that. Like, uh, there are points when you have to choose do I want to go up path A? Do I want to yeah. go up path B? And you are just like, <laughs> oh, God. Well, because you're, you're looking at it like, this looks like the, p- the path of least resistance, but. It's probably a yeah, trap. could be tricking you. Something's bad over there. Yeah. This way looks really difficult, but it could be the easiest way. Like, yeah. there are a couple points where, like, you either choose to, like, climb up a wall or go down a path kind of thing, yeah. you know, in in the outside. And so it's like, well, what if I get all the way? And when you climb, it's all quick time event. So it's like you oh. jump. And so if you miss, you don't. So then you start climbing. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I got to be on this because if I miscalculate and hit the wrong button, does that mean my character's going to fall to their death? Yeah. Or they're just going to fall to a ledge below and still be okay? I don't know. Like, all, <laughs> all these thoughts are racing through your head. And you just—it just makes the the experience. And not to mention, it's already a horror game. So there's stuff ju- running around, jumping out, yeah. trying to scare you. You know, 
or you don't know, like, because there's apparently this killer on the loose in this cab, and so you're like, where's he going to be? Because you <laughs> you see him and interact with him with their other characters, but you're like, is this going to be when he shows up and just randomly kills this character? I don't know. Yeah. And so it just really adds this level to this game where you're it just the ever constant fear of death provides <laughs> such a strong gameplay mechanic that I had never before had seen in a game. Because, yeah, every other time, it was like, oh, this part's really hard. I died. I guess I'll try again. But this right. time, it's, it's totally different. I wish all games totally did that. Different. Every game. Like, every, every game. Permadeath. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I, granted, in some games, I could understand how that could be incredibly frustrating. Like, yeah. you had permadeath. But, like, for every single game. But for this one, the fact that your the each character has permadeath, it really yeah. makes you If Chief dies, guess. he's dead forever. Yeah. Zach. Yeah, I like it. It really though. makes you second guess and, <laughs> be, and not ammo and stuff you I know. know right <laughs> it really makes you second guess everything you do and it just adds, it just has this element and the whole time it was just the whole time i played the game i was basically on pins and needles and it made for a wonderful experience oh, that sounds like a great game so, i do still really want to play it yeah, it sounds great it's so good excellent and so um but yeah so that so that's how just the way how that game handles death in and of itself is is what makes it stood out to me it just is an excellent example cool nice. Nice. Number six. Number six. six. A bunch of teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Stranded in a mountain cabin in a world. In a world. In a world. I love that guy. Evil Me runs too. amok. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to close this out with Send one of home. the most personally, right next to Levitz, one of those personally hurtful deaths. Gets you right in the feels. But also bittersweet deaths of any of my gaming experiences. So this is, of course, still from The Legend of Dragoon. So, of course, you start out, your main bro, Levitz, has been murdered. Through the rest of the entire game, one of the other very first characters that you get in your main team is the super mysterious badass Rose. You've heard me talk about Rose. Yes, yes, yes. So Rose is this very unusual woman, super pale skin, long black hair, black eyes, wears a lot of black and purple. Like, she's a badass, and you know she's a badass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You actually encounter her as the very first person you ever meet in the game, but you don't get her on your team at that time. She just kind of hops away, and you're like, what was that all about? But there's a dragon, so you have to run. So, That's what I'm yeah, going to do. So, but you meet her again later on when your girlfriend is injured, I think, or she's sick or something. And Rose is like, well, I know how to help. And you're like, hey, suspicious lady, what do, what do you want from us? And it's revealed that Rose is one of the dragoons. So she's one of you. Of legends? Of, of, of the legend. Of one the of the dragoons same. of legend. <laughs> oh, my. So actually, this is kind of a key plot point. She is. Rose is, in fact, one of the oldest living people on planet Earth. She's over 11,000 years old. Jesus. Because she's one of the old, old, old original dragoons. Mm. Way back during this thing called the Dragoon Campaign, uh, she was one of the, I think, seven people fighting on the dragoons against this big enemy that you eventually exterminate, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, Because they were trying to exterminate you first, so it's like, turnabout's fair play. Uh, So anyways, you realize that her story is actually really sad. Everyone she knew and loved was killed in that campaign. She was the Mm. only survivor. And she was given this enchanted uh, necklace that is what gives her a natural life. So she never dies. She can't die unless she takes the choker off. And her entire job for 11,000 years has been to find this reincarnated demon, which always comes back as a baby called the Moonchild. So she's been hunting for babies for a 
11,000 years just murdering them in their cribs. Well, damn. Mm. And she is, by that uh, same token, gained the reputation of being this creature called the Black Monster mm. because she's the Black Dragoon. Mm-hmm. She has the Black Dragoon stone. So she's like a super dark, kind of scary yeah. badass. And you're like, oh my God, Rose, you're a scary, oh, scary lady. But she's always your friend. You always know that even though she doesn't show it, she has your best interest at heart. She has the world's best interest at heart. That's all she wants yeah. is to save the world. She's like willing to take on the task of carrying the whole burden of humanity. So you are you have her the whole game. If you really uh buff her up, give her ultra speed and a lot of other good armor, she can be a monster on your team, just destroying enemies. I would right hope, left. with 1,100 yeah. years yeah. of battle yeah, practice. 11, yeah, 11,000. 11, oh. Yeah, 11,000 11, years. 11,000, so she much more. She has a sword that slices through the world with a knowledge far greater than most. Her Ooh. mystery and allure enchant all who meet her, yet she remains alone. Exactly. Interesting. Wow. So what you Mysterious. actually discover is that as part of the old Dragoon campaign, yeah. uh, Dart's father was one of the original Dragoons. But he kind of got reincarnated way, way long on, but in a corrupted state. Oh, so no. that's how you got Dart. So at the very end of the game, you are basically, you fought your way to the moon. The moon is actually not the moon at all. It's this scary kind of incubator thing for this super evil that you're trying to stop from becoming a thing. Okay. Uh, so basically, you kill him. And in the process of doing so, you kind of destroy the moon. So as it's exploding, you and all the other dragoons, you're like flying out of there. There's sparks everywhere. It's an awesome cutscene. It's one of the few cutscenes in the game that is actually like high quality animated for that time. Nowadays, it wouldn't hold water, but it was awesome at the time. So all your other dragoons are shooting out of there, blazing through the debris. It's a very action-packed scene. And then Dark kind of looks back and Rose isn't with them. And that's because she has stayed behind in the explosion with Zeke, Dart's father, because she's she lost him way back in the Dragoon campaign. She, he was the love of her life, and she was like devastated. And to find out that he's back and that they can finally die together is like her whole goal. Mm. She's like, this mm. is the best case scenario. Uh, my time is over. I was supposed to be around 11,000 years ago. So her and Zeke choose to die together uh, in the ensuing explosion. They base, There's no real reason for it. They've won. They just want to die. They want to die. They just don't want... It's I mean, not... 11,000 years is a lot of yeah, time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's time. And, yeah. like, that's kind of the thing. So they are basically... The closing out of the game is the death of the old guard. So they choose to die. They go out in a blaze of glory after defeating the evil that they've been working against all this time. And so, yeah, it sucks because Rose is dead, but it's bittersweet because, well, she, she chose to. She wanted... Yeah. Yeah. to die it was her time so it's nice. just like it breaks my heart every time i'm like but i love you rose you're too good for this world rose <laughs> so you lose your best character levitz and then you lose your best character rose it's just like well the remaining people suck <laughs> they don't suck she but they're not like nearly as cool she is a badass uh, eventually she actually takes the dragon buster from the other big bad so she's such a badass that she basically gets his sword. And nice. she's, she's the only one that can wield it. It's not equipable to any of your other oh, characters because wow. they're not badass enough. It's like Thor's that's how, Exactly. That's how badass she is. She's the only one that can take the dragon buster. So that's pretty it's, awesome. It's devastating. The death of Rose. Awesome. <sighs> Heartbreaker. She's with her love. She is. She is she's with so her it's love. Happy, it's a happy She time. finally gets to not kill babies anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so how psyched on a level of one to ten? Would you be if you're watching E3 coverage this year and they're like, 
and and coming up next year is Legend of Dragoon Two. I don't want a two. I want a remake. Ah. Yeah. So actually, there was a Legend of Dragoon two that came out only in Japan, and it followed the events of Dart's son. And I don't think it was like a good game. Everybody's like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, no. So, but I would love to have a A remaster. Would be good. A, A remastered version would be amazing because really the entire mechanical function of that game with the dragoons and the things that you could do with them was really fun and interesting. And even the additions, the way that you could do more damage to enemies, it was awesome. Nice. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. There it is. Team Chat Silver Proof for Legend of Dragoon. If you didn't know about that, <laughs> if you didn't already, if you already didn't know, now you do. <laughs> for new listeners, Mogan loves Legend of Dragoon. Well, I love The Last of Us, ever. and Zach I loves love Halo. Halo. <laughs> and that's why we talked about it a lot this episode. But it's been a while since it we've has. talked about those games. Yeah, it's we, been long enough. I always have to remind myself because it feels like we just talked about something. Yeah. Like, for example, like last week we did Breath of the Wild. And I was like, man, but we just talked. It was we just did. like, it's good, but we just talked about it. Oh, no, that was 10 episodes ago. So yeah. 10 weeks ago when we when we did the first review yeah. of, yeah, of Legend of Zelda. I will Zelda. say, though, that I was a little tipsy the other night, a couple of weeks ago. And in my tipsiness, I bought three new games. What did you buy? I bought, I bought um, the remake for PS4 of the combo games Beyond Two Souls. Oh, okay. And Heavy Rain. Oh, oh you were just talking yes. about Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. Yeah, I actually didn't know that they had re- remastered it for PS4, yeah. so I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And then I also bought uh, Life is Strange. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. yeah. So, nice. so you know yes. what? If you would have had your PS Plus... It's the free game this month. Well, now I don't but need it. it. And I have it now. So, so now I have all five, all five episodes. Yes. So nice. you need to get it. Well, and then yeah. we can all do. Can I play it? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, three bucks. Oh, okay. So, and you might actually strange. be able to get the first episode free somewhere. Oh, okay. But you can play. I mean, all five episodes was even still less than 15 bucks. Yeah. So yeah, by well, this point, it's a, a very, it's a very accessible yeah. game. So, so those will be the next three things that I'm going nice. to attempt to play in any order. Very nice. So like I said, I'm, I just finished Uncharted. So I'm now actually trying to finish up the, I'm wrapping up, trying to wrap up the campaign of Battlefield 1. I haven't done that yet. Oh, yeah. So I'm, tr- oh, I'm yeah, trying I saw to. you playing that the other day. See, I'm, tr- I'm trying so. to knock out some, uh, some of my backlog a little bit. So yeah, so I'm going to finish up uh, Battlefield 1 and then I'll probably stick around with uh with Xbox games for a while, maybe knock out Ori and the Blind Forest Ooh, or good choice, uh, good choice. Sunset Boulevard. Oh not man, Overdrive, we, Overdrive, not Boulevard. Sunset Overdrive. I don't Sunset want Overdrive. to do any spoilers, but we technically could have talked about Ori and the Blind Forest in this episode. Oh yes, oh, yeah. we could have. Yeah, we mm. could have. Tragic. That was a, that was don't a, don't spoil it. That was that a gut was, punch too. Yeah, that was. I was just like, oh my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was I was sick when I was playing that game, and uh, Sam was sitting in the living room with me, uh, and. And that that happened, and and, and she was like, "What?" <laughs> like, as I say, who, who will like watch me? Will be doing her own thing while I'm playing games usually, and that happened. That death happened, and she was like, "What?" <laughs> oh, no. it is super it's sad. Super Ugh. super sad. Ugh. Okay. So you play anything different? No. <laughs> Still just Halo. Halo yep. all the time, twenty four seven. All the time. Three hundred sixty five days a year. Three hundred sixty six days a year on those leap years. Got nothing. All right. Well, that was a lot of great discussion on some gaming deaths. And I know we each had more uh, that we could have gone into, but we'll have to save that for another time. But until next time, this has been Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Fare thee well. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Adios. We'll see you all next time. Stick around for the song. All right. Well, I've got your song contest for this week. I know at the beginning of the episode, we said that one of the hosts were going to choose it, but we decided to go ahead and reach out to Brandon early and get his hint and song for this week. So here it is. Brandon's hint is Eagles are a ninja's worst enemy.
One more time, eagles are a ninja's worst enemy. Think you know it? Well, give us your best guess by responding to the post that we'll put out at Wednesday 9 a.m., the day after this episode goes live. First person to correctly guess the song will get to send us a song and hint for us to use for a future episode. So, listen to the song and guess away.